You're listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go, the podcast that'll change how you think and change your life. I'm Willie Horton and I'm a psychologist been helping people change their lives since 1996. Broadcasting from the French Alps, I'm delighted to have you along. Let's take this week's step in the right direction. I'm celebrating 28 years working for myself, doing what I am doing right now. Tomorrow, 1st of February, it was the 1st of February 1996 that I struck out, having left the madness of the corporate world behind, having left the potential for stress of the corporate world behind. I say, obviously, potential for stress, because as we know, from previous conversations. Stress is something that you do to yourself. It is a choice you make. I have to say that when I say that to people uh, or when they hear it for the first time from me, it can often be a shock to the system. Some people get very annoyed at the fact that they have suddenly realized that all the suffering that they endured was self-inflicted. Be that as it may, 28 years tomorrow, 28 years of an adventure, 28 years, actually more than 28 years, obviously, of study. And in the early days of study, I studied what we talk about here from a variety of different perspectives. And obviously, one of the perspectives, given that meditation is a core element of what we talk about here, one of those perspectives was Buddhism or Buddhist teaching. Somebody asked me a number of years ago, was I a Buddhist? And I said, I suppose I'm an a la carte Buddhist. Uh, you, you, you pick and choose what turns you on. And before we go any further, that's actually a really important point, because people over the years have said to me, you know, I don't fully subscribe to some of the things that you're saying, but I pick up nuggets and they'll say I don't fully subscribe to other people that I listen to either. I pick up nuggets from them as well. You don't want to swallow anything whole because we have been programmed through our formative years to a way of thinking, a way of behaving, a way of misbehaving, as it turns out, a way of being distanced from our own lives. And if you swallow anything completely whole, there is the possibility that you will have been programmed all over again. So what you need to do is listen to stuff like this. What you need to do is meditate and discover for yourself what turns you on. This is one of the really interesting things about teaching meditation, because so many people teaching meditation say you have to do it my way or you're not doing it right. There are whole traditions built up around what is right meditation and wrong meditation. And people who are trying to free their minds end up being burdened by a load of rules. Again, you need to find out what turns you on. And that is why there are so many different meditations and types of meditations on my website, the online program, to enable people find out best what turns them on. Because we're all unique. And what we're doing when we meditate is developing our ability to turn ourselves on, specifically to turn on what psychology calls the attentional spotlight. Something that, as we talked about over the last few episodes, something that is unavailable to us when we're using our minds normally, because the way in which the mind evolved ensures that that part of our brain, 
what we need to focus is turned off for us, <laughs> turned off on us when we're 12 or 13 years of age. So when we meditate, what we're doing is trying to turn ourselves back on. And it's exceedingly important that you find the mix that is right for you. I had a conversation last week with a one-to-one -one client who was wondering if one of my advanced meditation retreats would suit her. And I said to her, probably not, because the vast majority of the meditations that I offer to people center around feeling which obviously includes bodily feeling emotional feeling for that matter as well and breathing um or listening mainly the feeling and the breathing i'll come back to breathing in a minute mainly the feeling and the breathing and this lady with whom i was talking is one of probably only about eight or nine percent of people in the world who experiences the world primarily through sound now most people are either kinesthetic in other words they're touchy-feely people or visual people and they kind of break down 50 50 that's as a general rule most people either have a vision of their future or they have a feel for the kind of life they would want to have and they're not turns of phrase that is how people either see the world or get a feel for what's going on some people are auditory and this particular lady refers to her gut instinct something that we've talked about many times on this particular podcast as her inner voice and she said to me i've done sessions before with other people where they asked me to visualize this that or the other and i closed my eyes and i could see nothing nothing at all it didn't have any impact on me so therefore coming back to the point that i'm making in relation to meditation you need to find out what turns you on and you need to immerse yourself immerse yourself in finding out more about what we talk about here that's why there's what, 160 something podcast episodes at this stage and that's why there's 850 videos that go out every thursday morning at this stage as well by the way before i go any further if you don't get my weekly videos which go out every thursday morning and have been going out every thursday morning since december 2008 you can click one of the links that's associated with this podcast here today those links are in your podcast player there are two of them one in relation to my thursday morning videos and one in relation to a free online training program that I am offering you right now. You make your own choice. And that brings me back to the point about making your own choices in relation to turning yourself on. Ultimately, we meditate to experience who we actually are. And we meditate to appreciate who we actually are. And it is appreciation that I particularly want to explore in this particular episode today. So back to the point I was making ugh, seven or eight minutes ago at this stage, where I've been studying this since the early 1990s. And I remember coming across a book, oh, probably 30 years ago at this stage, a Buddhist book called Meditations Whilst Passing a Cemetery. And I said to myself, what in God's name is that all about? And it took me quite a long time to figure out it's a book, a whole book of meditations about, you know, the worms eating your body and all that kind of 
good stuff. But actually the purpose of those kind of meditations, if I can even call them that, I, I'll clarify what I mean by that in a minute. But the purpose of those kind of exercises is to enable us realize, as a friend of mine in the West of Ireland says, that none of us is going to get out of this alive. People have plans, they have five-year plans, they have 10-year plans. How presumptuous of them that they're going to be alive in five years or 10 years. People are always looking forward to something, whether it's something simple like looking forward to the weekend or something a little more extravagant like looking forward to your holidays in the summer. And we're only in at the end of January as things stand at this moment in time or looking forward to your retirement. People are always looking forward to far off hills that are never green, by the way, because when they get there, they'll be looking forward to something else without realizing that this is it. This is your life right here and now. This is what you need to appreciate. And if you're looking forward even to tomorrow, you're missing out on your life here today and you're missing out on the appreciation that we can experience when we realize that this is it now obviously looking at it from the perspective of worms eating your body is somewhat morbid isn't it so we don't want to go there i mean it's it's nonsensical in many respects absolutely nonsensical what we need to do is experience what it is like to appreciate ourselves and our lives in the here and now and that brings me back to something that i mentioned a few minutes ago that I said I would come back to in relation to breathing exercises, using your breath as a means of meditating. People get awfully confused about breathing exercises. I had a conversation with somebody recently, an online program owner of mine. Well, she's not my online program owner. She owns the online program, Psychology of Success. But she is a meditation teacher. And she said the people with whom she has the greatest difficulty in enabling them to develop their ability to appreciate the reality of themselves in the here and now are people who think they already know how to meditate. Now, we've had this conversation before on a number of occasions where I've said to you that meditation is taught incorrectly. As we said a few minutes ago, people will often say you meditate my way or you're not doing it right. And that's that's rubbish. That is what my American friends would call BS. In exactly the same way, a number of people to whom this girl, the meditation teacher that I referred to a moment ago, a number of people that she has talked to me about have said to her, oh, I know how to breathe. I have been trained in breathing exercises. I know how to modulate my breathing. I know how to breathe fast. I know how to breathe slow. I know how to do this, that, and the other. And they've completely missed the point of what a breathing meditation is. Because people think that a breathing meditation is an exercise that you do to focus on your breathing. That's wrong. A breathing meditation uses the fact that you are breathing to develop your ability to focus. In other words, we use the rhythm of our breathing and the experience of our breathing, the feeling of our breathing to develop our ability to experience the reality of the here and now. The breath is only a gateway. It's only a means. It's a means to a means 
it's a means that develops our ability to focus and our ability to focus is a means to an end our ability to be present know why we're present and do what we need to do moment to moment to enable ourselves move our lives effortlessly in the direction that we would love our lives to go uh, that in itself is an interesting phrase the direction that we'd love our lives to go because it is different from the things we want out of life it is different from the kind of people who have a five or a ten year plan the things they think they want out of life or the things they're striving for god help them if they're striving they're stressed and it's all because they don't know that this is it this is where we need to experience the moment and it's only through experiencing the moment that we turn on the doing part of our mind that enables us live our lives to the full in the here and now and bring about our best lives now i don't like that expression in the same way as i don't like words like want and wish for because they don't mean anything to the doing mind that we turn on when we actually do develop our ability to meditate having turned on our attentional spotlight and made it available to us in the cut and thrust of our everyday lives which by the way is what meditation does you don't meditate to be calm and present and focused while you're meditating you meditate to be calm and present and focused when you're not meditating because that's when you actually need it in the cut and thrust of your daily life but we need to appreciate when we meditate what we're experiencing while we meditate so that we begin to appreciate the reality of what is going on in the here and now moment to moment during the course of our day so for example i sat down with one of my advanced meditation groups on monday morning two mornings ago and we spent an hour together meditating well 55 minutes to be precise and i suggested to them that when they breathe that they feel what their body is telling them and that they appreciate it in other words the little feelings that you experience when you meditate you need to not just experience them as they arise and pass away you need to recognize them for what they are they are manifestations of your flowing energy as you clear your mind because as you clear your mind the energy in your whole energy system which is encapsulated obviously in your physical being uh, your body and indeed slightly beyond your body as well in your energy field around your body the part of you by the way that you feel when someone else invades your private space now we'll have another conversation about that about some other time but the point i'm making is that when you meditate and when you breathe and when you start feeling little stuff going on in your body that little stuff is your energy manifesting itself so you don't just notice it and let it pass you notice it appreciate it and it passes appreciation is extremely important the more we develop our ability to appreciate the more we experience the reality of the here and now as a result of understanding through appreciation what we're actually experiencing in the here and now 
And therefore, rather than look at things from the perspective of, am I lucky to be alive because I could be in the grave with worms eating my body, <laughs> a la the meditations whilst passing a cemetery, rather than looking at it from that perspective, let's look at it from the perspective of an online program owner who, who said during one of our Wednesday evening Zoom conversations, I've learned through immersing myself in the here and now through meditation through experiencing what's going on in my body, my energy field as a result of meditation. I have learned to fully appreciate this breath because next breath, not guaranteed. You need to realize that you're not in, as many people have said to me over the years, I feel like I'm in the waiting room waiting for something to happen in your life. You must realize that you're not in any waiting room. You're not waiting for anything. This is it, mate. This is your life. And you need to turn up to your life in the here and now. When you do turn up to your life in the here and now, when you begin to appreciate what you really are, energy, when you begin to appreciate the beauty of each moment, even if it is a challenging moment, when you begin to appreciate it for what it is. Because by the way, if it is a challenging moment, so what? Like everything else in life, it'll pass. But you need to appreciate the beauty of the moment because it is in appreciating the beauty of the moment that we begin to realize that every moment is important and that every moment is an opportunity. It's an opportunity, for example, to say, I'm not going to let the challenging moment stress me out. I choose differently. Each moment becomes an opportunity to say hello to somebody who might be the next most important person in your life. We've, we've talked about that in a number of practical examples that I have given you over the last couple of months in relation to how saying hello to somebody or engaging with somebody rather than brushing them off as a stranger that you don't know changes people's lives because we never know when we are going to meet the next most important stranger. We are not on a highway off to five or 10 year plans in the future. We are on a path that we have to tread one step at a time. And each step of that way, we are presented with turns off to the left or the right, or we can continue to go straight ahead. At every single moment, we are presented with a turn off that will take us down an alley and beat the living daylights out of us. That is what happens when we fail to make the choice to appreciate the moment and move forward, because in failing to make that choice, the automatic choice of our thinking mind will be, let's think about what's going on at the moment. Let's think about that challenge. Let's think about the pressures that that challenge is throwing at us at this moment in time. Let's turn those pressures into stress so I can't rise to the challenge, so I'm even more stressed. That's what happens when we don't make the choice to appreciate the moment. But when we do appreciate the moment, we end up realizing, and it is actually a realization, that in each moment we are powerful and we have the power to lead our lives and lead our lives to the full so that, free of thought, we do what we have to do 
here and now, and we do it properly. How much easier is doing something properly than trying to do something that we possibly don't want to do because we've thought about it too much or something that we think is challenging and we think that we're not up to dealing with, so we end up being stressed. And again, because then we end up not doing what we have to do properly or perhaps avoiding doing it altogether, we end up becoming more stressed and our lives suddenly are slipping away. Your life is here and now. It's not at some point in the future. Let's just reflect on challenges for a moment because our lives are full of challenges. Now, the problem normal people using their mind normally have is that they turn the challenge into a mountain and they say to themselves, I'm not capable of climbing that mountain. That's what leads to stress. That's what leads to coronary heart disease. That's what leads to cancer. That's what leads to premature death. And you'll die early without having lived because you'll be thinking all the time because that's what leads to you dying early. I know that sounds morbid again, but they are, in those few words, a presse of 30 years scientific research in relation to how a mind that is ill at ease creates a body that is plagued with dis-ease. But let's leave that to one side and come back to the point that I really want to make in this episode, and that is that you need to appreciate this breath. You need to appreciate this moment, regardless of how challenging this moment might actually in reality be. We've all, as I said a moment ago, had challenges. We've all found ourselves in situations that are less than optimal. I had a conversation with somebody at the weekend who phoned me to tell me that he had just got his dream job as a result of trusting the process. Well, I'll leave that hanging there for a minute. I'm going to finish up this episode with trusting the process. This guy rang me the day after. He rang me on Saturday morning. On Friday afternoon, his dream job had fallen into his lap because he did trust the process. He said, you and I had a conversation a couple of years ago, and I got what I thought at the time was a dream job. And at the time, it was a dream job, but then I realized it was a nasty job. There were so many bad things happening in the organization in which I was working. But what I realize now is that without the experience that I learned during that trying time, I wouldn't have got the dream job that has now fallen into my lap. As we both agreed, Every moment, even moments that are challenging, moments that we find ourselves in jobs that we would prefer not to be doing, every moment is a stepping stone to the next moment. And therefore, we need to appreciate every moment and make sure that through appreciating every moment, and as a result of that being present in every moment, when we do put our foot on the next stepping stone, we put our foot on it firmly with confidence, with presence of mind through which we create opportunity. Now, this is really important because evolution gave you a brain that was designed to only spot threat. Meditation restructures that brain to enable that same part of the subcortical brain spot opportunity. That's the importance of meditation. Now, I, I reckon if you did an eight-week mindfulness-based program, you never heard that before. 
Meditation restructures the subcortical brain to enable you not just spot opportunity, but be present enough to create opportunity. That is what we could be doing moment to moment if we are immersed in the here and now, if we are appreciating the power of ourselves in the here and now. That is why we need to meditate every day. That is why we need through meditation to appreciate our own inner power every day. And that is why we just need to keep doing that and keep as a result of developing our ability to be present, keep turning up to the present moment, appreciating the present moment, enjoying the present moment, marveling sometimes at what we do in the present moment because we are present. The secret to your success lies in you turning up to your life now. That ability to turn up to your life now is developed through following the process. Meditating, 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 enabling yourself get out of your own way. What do I mean by that? Through meditating, the thoughts that normally do get in our own way, the thoughts that constrain us, the self-defeating beliefs that we have about ourselves, evaporate. They don't evaporate into thin air like morning mist. They are blocked up in the posterior cingulate cortex of the brain. They're, they're literally blocked up as a result of the way in which regular meditation restructures the subcortical brain that now has one eye on opportunity. Still as an eye on threat, obviously, because we need to make sure that we don't step on the landmines that normal crazy people put in front of us every morning. And that is another important point in relation to ensuring that when we do put our best foot forward, we step on stepping stones that will lead us forward and we don't blow ourselves up by being dragged into the rubbish of people who want us to be part of their drama. We talked about bullies a couple of weeks ago, for example, people who want us to be part of their drama because it makes them feel more important about themselves, makes them feel better about themselves because they're using their minds normally and they are overwhelmed by their own self-limiting beliefs. The sad thing is, of course, that they don't even realize it. But that's not who we're talking about here. We're not talking about normal crazy people. We're talking about you. We're talking about your innate ability to develop your own presence of mind, to turn on your attentional spotlight. This doesn't work for some people. It works for anybody. It works for everybody. It's not a good idea. Well, it is a good idea, but it's not just a good idea. It is something that is now backed up by nearly 50 years research in the field of cognitive psychology and 25 years research in the field of neuroscience. To quote the University of Massachusetts Medical School, specifically to quote John Kabat-Zinn, when he was confronted by somebody who said, I can't meditate, this won't work for me. He said, if you can breathe, you can meditate. And people have often said to me, oh, my mind has got noisier. 
after I started meditating. No, it hasn't. You've just noticed how noisy your mind is because you're beginning to come to your senses as a result of your meditating. We see, we feel, we hear, we smell, we taste. This is how we experience reality when we stop thinking about what we're seeing, feeling, hearing, smelling, and tasting. Once we get over the hurdle of our own thoughts, actually that suggests it's a challenge. It's not a challenge at all. If you follow the process, you'll realize there is no hurdle. So the key message today is, first of all, there is no hurdle. Secondly, all you have to do is follow the process, but the process involves you meditating properly in a way that turns you on, that enables you appreciate yourself and appreciate the reality of the moment and appreciate the power that you have yourself in the reality of the moment to do the right thing effortlessly and move forward. Because ultimately, following this process is following a process that will lead to you realizing who you really are and realizing that you can completely and utterly trust yourself. In other words, this is a journey that leads to self-trust. And that is a further conversation that we need to have as our conversations move us effortlessly forward to the life that we're having in the here and now. Enjoy the moment. This is it. Don't make the most of the moment. It's much grander than that. Create the moment by turning up to the here and now. Create your life through your presence and your actions in the here and now. It's effortless when you follow the process. You've been listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go. To get involved, join me in my Facebook group, strangely enough called To Succeed, Just Let Go. And for more information, visit www.willie-horn.ie.